Hey, you know what time of the year it is? You know what you know what the time of the year it is now? Tell me one. It's like, you know, the leaves are changing color. It's getting a little colder outside. And ghosts are walking among us. Oh my god, the devil is loose. All the ghouls are out. I'm out. I'm a bruja. Conspiracy theories. I'm also part lizard. I'm a lizard bruja. Break out the Ouija board. Break out your Ouija boards. Let's summon your grandma back to life. It's October, people. 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 Look at this. Do you see this? Can you see this? I'm amazing. (laughs) I'm a star. God damn. Well, hang on. For for, uh, our audio listeners. Well, first of all, this is a podcast from Planet Weird. Episode 33. Yeah, the big 3-3. You know what's that's close to? Three 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 six six six. Six six six. <laughs> it's almost half of it. Um, my name is Sarah, and I'm a little spooky girl. And I'm that neighbor that lives in the rundown house, which you suspect as a witch. Secretly, I'm just a murderer. Juan. Don't go in that yard. Your basketball bounced over there. Goodbye. Yeah, if you drop a ball in my yard, you better bet that you will lose an arm. Anyway, what I was going to say was, um, for our audio listeners, Juan is really proud of the little spooky setup we have. We got some banners hanging up in the back, trick-or-treat, ghosts, pumpkins. All I'm uh, saying is we like- We got these little cobwebs in the front. We got a little happy Halloween tombstone up here. Guys, watch the video version on our YouTube to see Juan's hard work on these cobwebs. Like great. I told you earlier, HGTV, like, come on, pick it up, get me a show. It's just me decorating people's houses for Halloween. Mm-hmm. And it's just me putting cobwebs up. I don't do anything else. Just, just cobwebs. That's God, it. I'm so good. I'm the cobweb queen. Cobween. So Crown me with that. Put that in post. Just Anyways. put like spiders making it a cobweb crown. Well, and it's not October when we're recording this. That's a, f- that's a fat lie. Um, October lives inside me. I am October. Well, October. On Sunday, it's officially October in the calendar year. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're right. You're not wrong. So we're just getting spooky a little early, but this is going to be a fun month for us. Oh my God. I'm like ready to become a... Go- I'm ready to rip my skin off and become a skeleton, honestly. How was your week? You were sick? I'm still sick. Can you guys tell that my voice is an octave lower? Make sure you disinfect your microphone. Because it is. Um. Yeah, sure. I'll spray like Lysol on it. Um... No, yeah, I woke up uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. Did you wake up any other days? No, I don't really <laughs> wake up. I just sleeping? like, I just like, just am there. Um, no, I woke up Wednesday and I like had like a somewhat sore throat and I said, oh no, here it comes. And then I've just been eating cup ramen tea, like um, little, little candies for your throat. And like a cough drop? Yeah. Cough drops. I've been living off of cough drops, ramen noodles, and tea. And you know what? It's good. Today I woke up with not a sore throat, but my like I have I have lower octaves now. I can't hit my high pitches in my songs anymore. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Mariah Carey. Disappointed you yet again, but you've disappointed me. Well, I'm glad you're too feeling many times. A better. Yeah. 
that your throat's feeling better because you know it'd be a bummer to record <clears throat> with like a it's okay I, I, i'll use a macintosh to type up what i need to say and make it speak <laughs> the movie under wraps <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be talking about under wraps fyi if you didn't notice from the title in this episode oh my god read oh my god you know pay what? attention you know who can't read leonard yeah leonard, Little leonard can't read um Wait, wait, what, did you just, like, watch some movies or something when you were sick? Or when no. Did you sleep? No. What did you I did everything I do regularly. Okay. I did take a nap. I did take a nap the first oh. day. It was God good. one nap. I woke up and I said, what year is it? Mm-hmm. It was th- three hours later. It was a long nap. Yeah, that's how I feel after every nap. I'm like, this was, I feel gross. This is a waste. So you know what's worse? Idea. You know what's worse? When you take a nap at, like, six... And you wake up and it's like eight. It screws up your sleep. Yeah, and then you're like, I don't know what I want to do with my life now. My mm-hmm. whole life is down the drain because of this. Yeah, just that. This one nap <laughs> ruined everything. Okay, Not sure. the fact that I like got an art degree. <laughs> well, Juan was decorating the table with these cobwebs. He was like, like, why did I get an art degree? I've just been doing this. Really? Come on. Look at this. Thumb- thumbs up the video for Juan's. Like, let me know if you think this is a bad job so I can go find you and fight you. Well. And if you think this is a good job, we can become best friends. It's fine. I'm okay with that. Well, my week, I did not have a sore throat, so. Yeah, what did you do? Oh, you know. No, just, like, normal stuff. I watched the Lady Gaga documentary yesterday. How is that? that? I liked it. It Five foot two? Is she really five Mm -hmm. foot two? Probably. There's a song in there that is... I think it's called Five Foot Two. Oh. It's like no, she's, she's, at like, she's a She's short at like a woman. wedding reception and like that song is playing. What's it about? It's about Lady Gaga. But like what about? It's mostly about it's about like recording Joanne and then like Like her, the medical stuff that's been going on? Um yeah, <clears throat> some of her like hip stuff. And then like um promoting the album like a little bit and then mm. like getting the Super Bowl and having to like get ready for that. Oh, okay. So it's about it's about the whole Joanne cycle. And stuff like that. Joanne. Joanne's a good album. Jolene. Jolene. Oh, you hit the that high was note. Good. Thank you, voice. You didn't let me down. Thank you, voice. Thank you, my voice. God damn. I'm so talented. The two biggest things that happened this week for me were Sugar Pine Seven won the streamies. Good for y'all. You beat out and I was mad. But to be fair, they only like because I'm in the Sugar Pine Seven subreddit, like there was like we were trying to keep track of how many tweets each like nominee had, mm-hmm. and like everyone was like a few, like maybe a couple hundred, and then Philip DeFranco and Sugar Pine Seven were like thousands up, up there, and so it was like we got to crush Phil, and we did. Oh my god! And I don't understand how. You know what? That makes it all better. You know, good job, guys. You deserve it. You just, you really did deserve I it. I really don't understand how he was like a hundred k ahead of us. But that was only counting just Twitter mentions, not retweets, because those count too. Oh, really? But even if you watch them, like when they win, when they win the award, what's her name? Liza Koshy. She announced it. Mm-hmm. And she reads it, and like you see them go, "What?" Like they're so not ready. I think pretty sure they were all drunk up there because they were not expecting to have to go up there. <laughs> so, anyways, very very happy. Um, even though that award really means nothing, it's like an internet award, but. It, it might like, help Kib uh, get his visa to stay working here because he is Canadian. Good for him. I love Canadians. Oh, you're so nice. Uh, Except that kid that moved to Toronto and doesn't write in this movie. Toronto. That's where all the ducks fell. went. 
Maybe they went to Toronto. The Mighty Ducks? Yep. And then the other thing that happened this week was List is shutting down. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. I really tried to get into it, but... But you didn't get to my requests. <laughs> That's all you had to do was get to my requests one. I'll, re- I'll do them on Twitter. <laughs> I'll list on my Twitter. It's not the same. Can I get the 200 character limit? Is that a thing? It's 280 now, yeah. Oh my god. I don't know why. That's perfect. I hate now, it. What? I, Just okay. do a thread. I already I tried to do a thread. You know what got more likes? The backhand of the, of the thread, not even the main chunk of it. I just don't need to read your thesis paper on Twitter. <laughs> okay, but everyone should read my thesis paper because it's about cobwebs. Okay. Um, I feel like there was something else I was going to say. But no, it's fine. Are you ready to get a little spooky with under wraps? Oh my god. Throw me in my grave, yes. Okay, here we go. Let's go. icon already i love that little music it runs of like goosebumps or i something. love the stop motion yeah like the spider yes the i said hands. this is already got off to a great start like do i even need to watch the rest of it they started out like i wonder what their budget was just for that intro this was the so this was the first disney channel movie ever this is literally the mommy of all other decoms and they they started off with the first thing that ever happened in a decom was that intro? They started off strong. Ugh. Everything's mean, just amazing. Technically, some people say that that Diane Keaton movie was—it's called Northern Lights. Oh, you've we talked about yeah, this. For yeah, for a while that was considered the first decom, but Disney Channel considers this the first decom. They said no, Northern Lights is a myth. Yeah, it doesn't exist. The Northern Lights is a conspiracy in of itself. So, uh, Under Wraps, I was about to say Northern Lights, Under Wraps was uh, released in 1997, considered to be the first Disney Channel movie by the Disney Channel, Uh, released October 25th, 1997. That means its anniversary is a coming up. This movie is younger than us. Correct, by two years. So it'll be its 20-year anniversary on October 25th. Celebrate it. Oh, my Watch God. The Put, save the date, everybody. We're all going to get together and just throw... <laughs> Put it in your calendar. ...toilet paper at each other. Um, let me see here. There's only a few trivia items. Marshall mentions three movies that Harold... That's the mummy. Watches, including Ghost, Pretty Woman, and Sleepless in Seattle. Actress Meg Ryan starred in Sleepless in Seattle and was offered the female lead for the other two. (gasps) That was really more of a fact about Meg Ryan. I don't know why it's creeping up on this IMDb page. I don't know. Oh, that spooked me. Eric Carmen's song All By Myself is the only song featured in the movie other than Get Down Tonight by Casey and the Sunshine Band, which is also prominently featured. All By Myself played a lot. Oh, I forgot how much. And he la- really was all by himself. I almost cried one time. The last thing was the school scenes were filmed at Chico Senior High School in Chico, California. If you want to go reenact some scenes. Chica, Chica. Chica, Chica, Boom, Boom. Remember that book? <gasps> Chica, Chica. Well, what's the one with the pint with the with the coconuts? That's that one. Is it that one? Chica, Chica, Boom. Yes. Boom. Okay. 
The first thing I have down is about the intro. Like I said, it reminds me of Goosebumps. Oh my god, no, I did. I said the exact same thing. I said classic Goosebumps episode, weird camera angles, kind of rundown house, um, even Steven's dad. Why is he in every decom? He has to make his, like, he signed a contract, has to make a cameo in every decom. He's in all of them. And that, that opening scene is genuinely terrifying. If, oh my god, no, kids? yes. Uh-uh. When that monster comes out? Okay, what, first, real question here. Why is the little... The garbage disposal. The, the garbage disposal. Why is that running? And why is it? <laughs> the knife drops and he's like, oh, great. He's like, oh, great. And then he reaches for it without what turning off doing? the garbage dispenser. I said, I said. You, even Steven's up, dead. You're not going to have a hand. You're going to have a hook. He was preparing for his next role, hook. That was a little fake out because we think, oh, this is how. The, I don't remember. He family faked out us. <laughs> I don't remember the scene happening. Like. Because you pushed it back into your recesses yeah, of your mind. So traumatic. Uh, and we find out that Marshall and Gilbert are watching a movie in a theater. And Gilbert What's says... What's huh? Warthead or something? It's like... It, it, I can't... I couldn't understand if it was Warthead or Warhead 3. The candy? Yeah. <laughs> Those are scary. Maybe it was about Warheads. Pucker up. Oh. Oh. Sour. That's like the... That's like Warhead's horror movie. Warheads. <laughs> Pucker up. Pucker up. That's Ew. a tagline. Um. Oh, I wrote Marshall was my style, <laughs> my childhood style icon. Why? Because when I was a kid, I still, you know, I love a good t-shirt and flannel. <sighs> but that's been me since I was a kid. I remember, like, sometimes I would get like some of my brother's old ones, mm-hmm. and I'd be able to wear them because I was always androgynous, and I just. <laughs> but I would just like I specifically remember like thinking like I love his look. I want to emulate that. I want to be Marshall. I want to become him. His eyes are beautiful. He does have really nice eyes. They're so crystal blue. And then we have we have Gilbert here, well, who I relate to a lot. <laughs> I don't. I, I wrote Gilbert is me. Sound of music. Here's a clip of him talking about the sound of music. Hey, I guess I don't like horror movies. I like nice, happy movies like uh, The Sound of Music. You've got to be kidding. No, I mean, come on. It's a great movie. It's got singing. Dancing, Nazis. Well, the Nazis don't sing and dance, which would be really cool, but it's still a great movie. Unbelievable. And Liesel, that's the oldest daughter. What a babe. Even when she's wearing those play clothes made out of curtains. Gilbert, you're starting to sound really weird. What a babe. Gilbert's obsessed with Nazis. A little bit. Scary. He's just very... He's got a lot of stuff to worry about. He's like a little... He has some issues. <laughs> He's got some things to work out. We learned about Mr. Kubot, who is the crazy, creepy guy of the neighborhood, a.k.a. Juan from the beginning of the episode. That's me. That's literally me. There's always that one in every neighborhood. Why is it... Yeah, movies. why is it... Why does... Where's the HOA? <laughs> oh, I forgot. These aren't houses that are gentrified, so... They're not there. I said that. I actually said that. One of the things that I love is a good neighborhood with like zero to no lighting and where each house looks dramatically different. Oh my God. Have you ever been to like... Tempe? Yes. No. Like if you go to like Las Sendas, if you go like way out by the like, um, like right past the freeway mm-hmm. and like it's still Las Sendas, but it's like pitch black and like the, the roads are just dirt and you're like, am I going to hit a cactus? Am I going to hit a yeah no it's scary i don't like that i love neighborhoods that are dark i want to feel that fear walking down the no. walking down the street just oh, like please oh my God. Remember when we, we would 
walk back from Eunice's house. And I'd get so scared. And you'd be like, if something happens, you're the one who's taking action here. <laughs> you're like, I can't defend us. You have to do it. I love it. I love putting that pressure on people. I love getting scared. <gasps> I love making people save my life. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so like Mr. Kuba, isn't he like, doesn't he drive really fast down the street? Yeah, Mr. Kuba's crazy. He has like no Was sense he drunk of- driving? Excuse me. It, no, he's just crazy. And we find out that... Um, Gilbert's being a little bee and not collecting his cash. Yeah, he was the paper boy and he's like, oh, I haven't collected from him. For I've never him. met him for two years. Yeah. I haven't collected. And Marshall's like, oh, hell no. Marshall's that friend that will literally get your business done because he knows that you're not going to do it. Yeah. Wait, we have a clip here of Gilbert saying, don't go in there. He'll kill you. He's not going to kill me. Yes, he is. What about uh, Patrick Ryder? What about him? He blew up Kubat's mailbox with the cherry bomb and nobody ever saw him again. That's because he moved to Toronto. Oh, really? You know, he never writes. He never writes. Toronto. Um. <laughs> I just love how Marshall responds. It's because he moved to Toronto. Let's he see. moved. Well, yeah, so he rings his doorbell, but does anything happen? I don't recall. No, okay, so, yeah, I remember this. He rings Wait. the doorbell... And, like, Mr. Kuba answers it, and he's, like, freakishly tall, kind of scary looking. Looks like, looks like if um, Uncle Fester went on, like, Slim Fast mm. and then owned a dog. Because he has that dog on a chain, and he's just staring at them. And then, like, the boys are getting scared because the dog's, like, growling. And he's, like, Mr. Kuba's just like, go, honey. And they run. He unleashes the dogs on these kids. You know, dogs on chains? One. Band name, I call it. I was gonna say, two, two, they like upset me. I'm like, oh, you shouldn't be on a chain. Was it the Sandlot? Dogs on chains either make me feel really sad or make me feel really terrified. Yeah, especially if they're like, big. If then they're aggressive, I'm like, oh, like I don't. You like hurt that. some people. Yeah, like you're on a chain for a reason. This whole movie kind of reminded me of the Sandlot, and I don't know why. Adolescents dealing with a man. Yeah, I guess it's because of the creepy neighbor. Because in the Sandlot, same thing. <laughs> Creepy but he neighbor. was Darth Vader. <gasps> what? The, he was the voice of Darth Vader. Oh, I was like that neighbor, James Earl Jones. Darth Vader. Um, we find out oh, at um, back at Marshall's house. So we have his mom, who is the same mom from Phantom of the Megaplex. Oh, is she? Yeah, and she's dating Patrick Star. I was gonna say Patrick Swayze. Is that him? It's oh, because his hair, I could. that's what gave it away, the receding hairline. The voice of Patrick. And he also plays the mummy in this movie. Are you kidding me? No. So that's kind of why it's a joke, because doesn't he later say, like, um, he's like, they, they talk about, like, his height, and they compare it, like, to the mummy. But they're the same person. Oh, oh my God. Crazy. Um, Ted. That man. Yeah, we find out, um... Marshall's parents are divorced. Divorced parents, not dead. Yeah. We have Marshall's spooky room. Oh my god. What kind of bedroom is this? Where I said he, I said Horrorland Wonderland. Where did he get the money? Where did How he much get, allowance do you get? That wardhead, warthead, warthog mannequin thing. Warthog. Where did he get that Pumba. from? Pumba Timon. That's a lot of cash. He has a dinosaur head, he has a shark head, he has multiple creatures of the night. Creature of, of the, the night. night. Uh, we get introduced to Amy, who's a little, loves a little gossip. I'll have to admit. Loves the neighborhood gossip. I didn't know her name until like halfway through the movie. 
No, I didn't either. I literally have underlines of where to fill in the blank because they know they don't Ugh. say it until like way later. I say, I say, her name is Amy. Like on my second page. No, I think I had to Google it because I was like, they haven't said her name yet. Like, what are we doing? Like, hello, sister. What's your I've name? I've been paying attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's a clip of her talking about Mr. Kubot, who uh, is dead the next morning. Did he die? A couple of days ago, the water meter man came to read the meter, and he saw Kubot through the window, sprawled out on the kitchen floor, covered in pancake batter. Okay, so not the next morning, a couple days later. I assumed that happened on a, like... No, I assumed it also happened, like, the next day. So I guess it happened on, like, a Friday night, and the weekend happened, and then they're back in school. Well, Mm -hmm. Okay. That makes sense, because they did go see a movie, and they did come home late. Like, I have never seen a movie during the week. I have, but not. But not when you had school. Yeah. Not when you were a little junior high kid. Um, Here's a clip of Gilbert talking about his mom's weird hobbies. I heard it's full of weird stuff. Your house is full of weird stuff. My mom collects antique dolls. It's perfectly normal. A lot of people collect dolls. Yeah, a lot of insane people. My mom's not insane. She takes her dolls to the movies. So, there's nothing wrong with that. She buys them popcorn. Once! She did that once! That was one time. It's getting really self-defensive for one time. Um... No, I love this girl. I love Amy. One, she's obsessed with peaches. I love peaches. She's the same girl from True Confessions. She is true. <gasps> Who's Confessions? <laughs> Shia LaBeouf's Confessions. Uh. These are my confessions. <laughs> the best thing about Amy, though, is she's like, they're like, these peaches are stale. And she's like, you just gotta suck on them. And I'm like, do you ever just suck on a peach? She seems so much older. No, she definitely is way much and older. And I get that girls mature faster. But she's physically older than these boys. I think Gilbert's she's, just th- she's so tall. clueless. No, yeah. she's so tall. That ha- but like that happens where like... I always thought it was boys that grow taller first. But, and then, But sometimes, you know that thing in like junior high, like girls get taller and then boys are all insecure and sensitive. And they're like, eh, and then they lash out. No, because I've never been attracted to a woman. Okay, but I'm just saying, like, they get angry. They, like, feel, like, insecure because they're like, I'm a man. I'm supposed to be big and strong. I'm Leonard. Ew! (laughs) Big yellow track. He's my blanket, my rag. Ew. But Gilbert does have a creepy mom. When we meet her, she's, like, role-playing. Did we see her? No, you never do. We just hear her. She says, She's a monster. Elizabeth. Yeah. That's how I see her moving. She's a creature of the night. Um, These three hooligans go to Kubat's house. Yeah, they plan like a weird like excursion to like steal. Breaking and entering. They're going to go to jail. To the basement. And Gilbert drops his glasses. Oh, no. His mom's name is Esmeralda. (laughs) Yeah. Call me Esmeralda. I said from the hunchback. And... So he, he drops his glasses and he sees that mummy hand. And he freaks out. He runs down the street. Yeah, if I saw it, I wouldn't like run down the street. If I saw it, I'd keep staring at it and be like, oh my god. I would like tell some people. I would say, let's get down there, take the mummy hand and play with it. I would say, I think someone is in a Halloween costume and got trapped for seven years. <laughs> Can I tell you something? Um, have you ever seen like those weird de- Halloween decorations where like it's someone's hand like sticking out of the trunk? Sure, of yeah. Of a car? I thought that was real one time, and I almost called the police. I was walking down my neighborhood. I saw it, and I said, 
Oh my god. I've never seen it, but like I can imagine it. No. Maybe I... they're banned now because people like you called the cops. I got so scared. No, I would too. Like for little kids. That's I was in really junior high, I was like, oh my god. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways. I'll call the cops on you. Better bet. Uh I wrote, these kids are into true crime and murder. They're just, like, really investigating. They're all about the ride or die. Um, So the moonlight that shines through the window awakens the mummy. Through that refraction of light. They pull some little um, Lemony Snicket's theories of light refraction. Theories of light. We, um... I mean, they they run away, and then Amy's like, we'll go back later for the glasses. My mom has a key. And then Gilbert's <laughs> like, you had the key. And they're like, it wouldn't have been much fun if we just took the key, didn't Because her mom's selling the house, right? Yeah, the mom's a realtor. Um, and then they go back to the basement, and the mummy starts chasing them. No, they go back to the basement. Well, the they sco- don't see the mummy. Scooby-Doo chasing them. And then, yeah, he pops out of the door. He says, <laughs> I wish they did the Scooby-Doo thing where they... Go in one door and then they're at the other door. And then it just keeps repeating the same back door. Yeah. Um, and then Marshall starts to befriend the mummy. They start to get a little close. He's like, he's not going to hurt us. He's he's our friend now. Yeah. He pulls a Kool-Aid man on them because they barricade the door and he just pops into the wall like, <laughs> I'm here. And I said, oh, yeah. oh my God. Um, Amy doesn't want to like be friends with the mummy though because at school she's like, let's just leave him alone. We don't. Yeah, she said, let's call this. the cops. Let's call the FBI. Let's call X Files. Let's call someone. Let's call X Files, and they decide to go to the bookstore to meet Bruce, <gasps> who has all the mummy info. Here's a clip of Bruce. What do you guys want to know about mummies? I, uh, we're doing a report for school. Really? And they say the public school system sucks. <laughs> Come on back. You know what's weird? Before we meet, you know how I found out about Amy's name? Mm-hmm. Before that scene where they meet Bruce, they're back at school when they're talking about how to get rid of Herbert, Hubert, the mummy. Harold. Harold. Um, there's a little boy Harold. named Todd who comes the up Mary to her. Kate. Yeah, the Mary Kate and Ashley boy. And he comes up to her and he's like, Amy, Amy. She, and she shuts him down immediately. She disses him saying, like, how can I respect a guy who watches? Who watched that Olsen? Ashley. I'm sorry. I love the Olsen twins and I will go see their movies. Please. You've seen Switching Goals? She's a tough Great. girl who loves horror movies and she doesn't have time for she's that. She's alternative. She's so indie with her little flannels wrapped around her waist. Um, so Bruce teaches them all about mummy lore. Mummy and we lore. learn that if the mummy isn't returned to the tomb by midnight on Halloween, it turns to dust. Oh my god! Things are always turning to dust in these movies. I'm like, I, what's with this oh, time crunch? Exactly. What? Can Who's going to clean a- that dust up? Where's Mr. Magowski from Radio Rebel? It's, um, oh my God, Mr. Magowski. Ugh. I need the boom. Ah, his accent. Ugh, it's almost as good as Leonard's, if not better. We'll hear Leonard later. Oh Leonard's God. coming up. Leonard's on his way, honey. Um, no, my God. And then Bruce is creepy. He has that, like, back room full of witchcraft. And I said, who are you casting a spell on, Bruce? Hello, Brucey. You can do it, Bruce. This you haven't watched Matilda, but that's from Matilda. No, I know it's from Matilda because you quote it five times a year. Right? Yes. No, this scene has always reminded me of that scene in Life Size when she goes back to that room with the beads. <gasps> and she gets that book. Oh, my God. This also reminds me of that every scene. Every bookstore with the little beads is witchcraft. Every Yes, every witch 
place has a beaded door. Mm-hmm. That reminds me of, do you ever watch that show Dharma and Greg? I know what it is. They had that. Because oh. Dharma was so quirky, and uh, Greg was the, the straight man there. The s- very hetero man. But I just meant, like, the straight man, like, He's not the funny guy. Shoot a, shoot a straight arrow. Yeah. yeah, anyways. Beads make me think of Dharma. Anyways. <laughs> shout out to Dharma. <laughs> shout out to Beaded Doors. <laughs> let's bring them back, guys. Ew, no, let's, let's not. Okay. Um, now we meet, uh, Leonard the Blanket Boy. Um, so Juan and I before, when we were setting up the cobwebs, um, we were talking about how much we love Leonard. He's great. He's a great character. Leonard is honestly God, the best supporting actor of any movie of all time. Where was his Emmy nomination? I'm sorry, everyone who's ever won a supporting actor Emmy. Like, back off. Give it to Leonard. Give it to this little boy. This little... Where, this, well, this little boy who we never see his parents. We never really get any backstory from him, except that Amy runs into him all the time. He's a little he's Linus Van Pelt looking little boy. Yes, he's a little Linus with his blanket. Linus Van says, Pelt meets Pigpen. He's That's said, what I wrote yeah, down. He's oh so dirty. God. He's a little grease monkey, and he's got his rag, and he's like, this is in case I need to wipe something up. Yeah. Wait, did you get that clip? I have I have one coming up. Oh, no. You Wait, get- well, yeah, actually, isn't it here? Yeah. It's the one about his rag and his scab. Oh, I have the one when Amy's talking about wearing a bra. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> his scab. He's like, hey, you want to look at, do you want to help me scrape off my scab? And she's like, ew, no. <laughs> I just love that whole sequence because he's like, they're like, just go on and play with your blanket. He's like, it's not a blanket, it's a rag. Just in case I need to wipe up something. And I'm like, wipe up what your blood. Gonna, he's gonna, gonna beat up. you up. He's, gonna he's the neighborhood you. thug. He is. He's like the Kevin from Ed and Nutty. Oh, <laughs> ew. On his bike. But um, that's cool. So we got Leonard. We go, oh, and he says that the basement was empty when the yeah, movers he arrived. Said, Big yellow truck. Big yellow truck. Leonard is really like the exposition. Like he really he the story can't happen without him. Honestly, God, so he moves the story info. along. They get so much info from Leonard. What's he? Where shouldn't he be in school sometime? Like, the what's little he doing? the little bit Leonard can provide is so much. Yeah. The little bit. But honestly, God, I don't think he has a home. I think he's homeless. <laughs> I think he should have been in the last. Scene when, like, Bruce is there, when they're all taking down the bad guys. He should have showed up. He's like, I brought my rag. And then he throws it. <laughs> he whips it. He says, yeah. Wow. Um, and then we have the classic dairy freeze scene. So Harold, the mummy, is on the move. He huh. goes to the drive-thru. He walks through and he gets, a like, a soda. He gets... He orders a jumbo burger with fries and a large drink for three seventy four. That's unrealistic. That's the most unrealistic part of this movie. It was the nineties. It was Prices the nineties when everything was good. You know how much I would kill for a jumbo burger with fries and a large drink? Three people. <laughs> this is the scene I remember most from this movie, though. And there's also a scene just like it in uh, the movie Star Kid, so I always get them confused. This might be me being racist, a- but it's the girl that's like. Getting the order of the yellow Power Ranger from, like, Turbo. I think she, yeah, I think she is. <gasps> oh! Because there was a... Yes! It was on our, a Tumblr. Mm-hmm. Wait, when the... I'm trying to figure out who she would be. She just looks so much like her. No, I know she is a Power Ranger because, um... 
the, there's like a gift set on Tumblr of like of all, all the, the Power Rangers, Rangers, but like in, in, guess... in the decoms, uh-huh. and she's one of them. <gasps> yes. So yeah. Oh, I'm so I'm so happy. I'm not a racist. <laughs> Just have really good facial recognition. Make that your bio. <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm not you, a racist. You for sure won't get attacked by people. Um, <laughs> let's see. On to my next page. Um, oh, well, we have another clip. So right after Harold gets his soda, we have a little kid ne- recognizing that this man looks a little different. Like a burn victim. What all Mr. Kubat stuff into? So sorry. Hold on. <laughs> That's letter. Now, sweetie, I told you not to talk about people that way. But look at his face. Honey, it's not polite to stare. Now, I told you, some people are just born special. Well, this guy is really special. In my defense, you sent these late, and I was very confused. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll play the Leonard clip in a minute. Um, oh my god, Leonard. Okay, here. But that little boy, though, he's like ripping into this mummy. <laughs> also, why are they all wearing Halloween costumes? It's not Halloween day. Is the it? next day, I think, is Halloween. Or it's like a couple days away. They're just having festivities. They're just having a good time. Uh, okay, They're just here's out the there clip collecting of... candy. Oh, hold on. So we have two Leonard clips. Here's one with the wearing a bra part. Need to run in case I have to wipe up something. Oh, yeah, right. And I'm not wearing a bra. I'm wearing a bulletproof vest. You're wearing a bra? And then here is when he says goodbye to the kids. What are all Mr. Kubat's stuff into? Bye. My favorite part of that clip is the crow in the back. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Spooky. Oh, uh, can you guys hear his accent? Uh, it's so wipe good. Up. We gotta wipe something up. So he goes to the hospital, Harold. Yeah, Harold doesn't know what he's doing. And they mistake him for an emergency patient, and they start using a defibrillator. Yes, they think he has. He's a. He got like a. They think he's a hell. A self-treated a heart. Her, yeah. yeah, heat burn victim. That was butchered. I butchered that. And then yeah, they defibrillate him and set him on fire. And the kids see him running for his life. And so they decide to take him to Marshall's house. That's where they name him Harold. And he like poses as a it's like a. The other other dummies, you would say. And the mom's like, oh. The mom's oblivious. She's like, can't you tell that it keeps moving? Like, his eyes, honey, the breath. Like, she does say he smells, but... No, she says the room smells. But still. Uh, Marshall gets a little deep and talks about um, mom's new boyfriend and dad's divorce. Mr. Kubot's alive. This is where we find out Mr. Kubot's alive. From how? Because we we have a little skip scene thingy-majiggy with him at the oh. old ice cream factory, and then oh, and then he pops out of nowhere. And he says, "This is my job," and I said, <gasps> "He's alive." Honestly, when the mummy's not on screen, I don't pay attention. Here's a clip of Marshall talking to Harold about uh, love and if it's really worth it. You ever been in love? Mm-hmm. Probably so. People probably got married forever in your day. But now love doesn't seem to mean much anymore. Most of my friends' parents are either divorced or they hate each other. Mm. I mean, what's the point, right? Mm. 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 Oh. 
got some issues. Oh, and then Harold gives him a plant. Oh my god, yes, that's part of I love that, because he sees, like, a woman, like, a daughter giving her mom, like, a bouquet in the hospital. And then, that's when I lit- that's, I wrote that. I was like, oh my He just god. rips it out. He ripped it out of the little planner, and he gave it to him. And Marshall's so confused. In my heart, though, I was like, my heart's breaking. Um, so Harold goes out at night. Because he slings a little ball thingy. He's playing with, like, some toys, and he shoots a little rubber band ball out the window like a dumbass. So the kids go out, and they look for him. They find him at the museum, mm-hmm. and he's so happy to see all these old, like, all the old Egyptian stuff. I used to be obsessed with ancient Egypt. I used to, like, love it. I think it was, like, I think, I one, I think I, like, blame it on Yu-Gi-Oh, but also, like, <laughs> I just used to love it. Did you ever it. build a pyramid for, like, a school project? No. Oh, for sixth grade, we had to build pyramids. Out of what dirt? Well, you could choose what you wanted to build it out of, but I built mine out of Rice Krispie Treats. Oh, I would have built mine out of my tears. <laughs> would have gotten enough. <laughs> um, I think this clip is from On the Way to the Museum, the clip of Amy. <laughs> yeah, it is. Listen closely for Gilbert crashing on the bike. If I were you, I just worry about someone seeing me in those pajamas. They come like that, or do you have to cut out the feet? And my grandmother gave me these. Don't tell me you don't have some embarrassing pajamas at home. I don't wear pajamas. I sleep in the nude. It's my favorite bit of any movie, when someone just crashes on a bike. Oh my god, in, um, what's that movie? Isn't it Sepsis from Planet Weird, where she's wearing the helmet and she hits the bike rack? Probably. Okay. You don't remember it? Um, back at the museum I vaguely remember (laughs) back at the museum um, Harold is uh, like they open the queen's tomb and we see that they were lovers they were lovers they have the same necklace couples necklaces Um, and then they successfully sneak out of the museum from the security guard who like is just like I can hear something honey like you're outside of the museum at the steps. Like, how can you hear that? How can you hear anything? Also, they're being quiet. So, like, what could you hear? I wrote, Marshall is in love with Harold. A little bit. It's like, he think, I think it's like because he's like a father figure. Yeah. Or like a, he's like an only child, right? No. I mean, yes. Like, he has Gilbert, but... He has yeah. Gilbert, but does he want Gilbert? <laughs> Uh, so they get Harold a disguise. I think it's stuff. Isn't stuff from like Amy's mom's? No, he's a he's a trendsetter. He they say we need as much That's for right. this little, That's right. and he gets the kookiest. The scarves, the sunglasses, the scarves, the sunglasses, the patterns, the colors, the platform shoes. Wait, I missed another clip of Gilbert being dumb. What celibacy? No chicks. Oh, I can never do that. You'll get used to it. That was back in the museum. Amy just disses Gilbert the whole way through this movie, and that's what I appreciate the most about her. Um, so they get Harold a disguise, and I think it's now that they they see Leonard again. Yeah, because they're just trying to get uh, what's-his-face back home. Because they don't want him to turn Yeah, because they Zach encoded themselves out of that museum, going through the air vents. Here's a clip of what Leonard says. Tell us everything you know about that truck. Quickly, before I rip out your lungs. Did it have any writing on it? Yes, it did! Good, what'd it say? 
I don't know, I can't read. Okay, he's dead. Goodbye, Leonard. Forget it. Let's go. If you find him, don't ask the guy for any ice cream because he won't give it to you. <laughs> uh, Leonard is me. Like, I don't even know what reading is. And also, like, people don't give me ice cream. But that's the key part here is that it's, he mentions ice cream because then they realize it's the old ice cream truck. Yes. And that's what I'm saying. Leonard is everything. With whatever, with the little Leonard gives you, you get so much. And that's what we can all take away from this movie. Um, so they go investigate. I think it's Aaron's old ice cream factory. I don't know what it's called. I just kept writing, the villains are trying to sabotage. And by that, I mean Mr. Kubot and his, his gang of goons. Ew, his gang of goons. His troop. Um, this is where I called, I, this is where I said Marshall is just a young Chris Clemens. <laughs> Why? I don't know. He just looks like Chris Clemens. Kind of, I guess, yeah. Those lazy eyes. Oh, and then we have the Halloween carnival going on because they need to go find Bruce for help. Mm-hmm. They find Bruce, but they lose Harold at the party. And there's a whole bit where he's like dancing and that woman thinks he's that guy. That woman's nasty. I hate her. I really hate... No, half of my notes at this point are about this woman being gross because she's like, I don't know who you are, but you are that best man i have ever met at this morning and i'm like you're disgusting you're a pusher and we find out that the villains are now out looking for harold too because they saw them all leaving the ice cream factory they didn't sneak out at all they just they rode, rode off. off and then did you remember did you ever, did you pay attention to how marshall was running around no he's wide-legged just like kroom, 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 i mean i get it because they didn't know that people were in there they but like come on you knew something knew was someone up someone took the stuff yeah, whatever. They're not very pretty. They're not very pretty. Um, and the villains get him. They get Harold. They get their grubby little hands on him. <gasps> yes, because he sacrifices himself. They're running through that creepy little maze. And then they're like, we have to save Harold. And I'm like, Harold's the only thing saving you. So now, eventually, we get back to the old factory. And they're there with Bruce in the hearse. Oh, in the hearse. Question, what's high karate? I don't know. Because <laughs> that's what, like... They're in low karate. That's what, that's what the woman's like... I never liked high karate, but on you, and I'm like, is that like aftershave? Oh, okay. I was like, does he do something like, I literally thought, hiya. (laughs) You literally thought karate. Why would I not think that? Anyways, we're back at the ice cream factory and they're trying to figure out how they can defeat these villains. Here's a clip of that. Everybody empty your pockets. We have 87 cents, a set of car keys, three chiclets, and one match. Okay, we got nothing. That's my bank account right there. <laughs> you could use the chiclets. As what, what? Put gum in their hair? Yeah. <laughs> you could put it in their hair. I don't know. It could be used. You got a match. I thought the match was going to be used as a fire. I didn't think he would. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then later, we just get Bruce like trying to... Set the sprinklers on. And I said, y'all really couldn't have thought of anything else. <laughs> um, so Bruce in the hearse, he's like, wait, I got some stuff. He has a whole trunk of like... Dismembered Halloween yeah, like, things. Severed yes. Arms. And this is where they get... Which is what they use. This is where they become ASU and get some of that innovation going. Number one, innovation. I'm rolling my eyes so hard. <laughs> About rolling your eyes. What if you just could roll your eyes outside of your head? Because that's what Amy does. 
Amy pulls that like really gross looking like makeup or her eyes over here. She's oh, like, the eye. Yeah. And the guy's like, oh my God, do I get the hospital? I'm like, that's clearly plastic. That's right. Yeah. At least, at least the guy was going to do the right thing. Um, and then we have the big showdown with Kubot. We find out that Kubot got arrested for tax evasion. Yeah, he faked his own death. I said, honey, this could have been solved. You just paid your taxes. Um, and he pulls out a gun. <gasps> There's a gun in a Disney Channel movie called The Cops. He said, they could have, but they didn't. He said, I'll kill you. <laughs> he pulls out a gun. And then surprise, surprise, Gilbert runs him over with his car. I'm kidding. He doesn't do that. <laughs> Harold saves the day. But Harold throws him off a cliff. Knocks him out. Does he kill him? Where does he land? Do the police come? I think Harold just killed him. I think Harold literally killed Mr. Kubot. <laughs> when I saw that gun, again, I don't remember like the second half of this movie. Even though I watched it, I think, like this time last year. But when I saw that gun, I was like, what is happening? <laughs> I'm like, you're really going to shoot a child? Just let this him put the mummy back in the coffin. He pulled a gun out on a kid. I can't believe it. He's going to turn to dust if you don't, so you're yeah, all going like, to lose. Who do you need the mummy for? Like, There's no win-win here. Yeah, it's all lose-lose. Go go to Wall Street and steal people's money there. Yeah, just be just be an old man. Just steal everything. Anyways, um, and that's really it. And at the end, we find out. Um, well, well, they put Harold back uh, with the queen at the the museum. They're back safe and sound. And then Marshall becomes a little yeah, nasty, nasty greaser and like has a crush on Amy. And she has a crush on him. And he throws away all his stuff. And I said, give it to me. <laughs> yeah, he like, you don't need to I get rid of all that. I want the dinosaur head. I want the shark. And that's yeah. it. That's the end of the movie. Yeah, and like, the ki- don't the kids go to the movies? Yeah, they're, they're going to go War- see. Warheads. War- the first movie that we get spooked by in the beginning. They're going to see it again. And that's the movie. And that's it. Wow, did you guys enjoy it? I enjoyed it. All right, bye, everyone. I'm kidding. That's not the end of this podcast. <laughs> Um, I have more more. Oh my here. god! What? Why? Mine stopped right there. Oh, okay, it's because I wrote Amy wrote has a crush on Marshall. I thought it was the end, but it's because after the gun gets pulled on him, and she's like, "If something happened to you," and he's like, "What?" Like he doesn't understand. You know, like boys are dumb. Yeah, boys are so stupid. Did you not pick up on that, Marshall? I'm dropping subtle hints. <laughs> I'm single. <laughs> I'm single, ready to mingle. Let's I'm go. I'm dropping hints that I'm single. I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dropping hints that I'm single. I'm single. Um. Yeah, my last note was they say goodbye to, to Harold. And then I wrote Amy Marshall sitting in a tree. K-I-S says beating each other up. And then I said, just kidding, they're teasing each other again. But no, that's that's what kids do oh, when they have a crush on you. Totally they just beat each other up. Did you ever do that? No. Oh my god, another question. Because I noticed this as part of the movie. Did you ever like walk around middle school with that like oversized backpack just full of stuff? I'm sure I did. That's how I could always tell like who was the cool kids and who were like the kids that were actually trying. Like if your backpack was empty, I'm like, mm, you're not trying, honey. You know my backpack is always full. Your backpack's ridiculous. It yeah. weighs as much as I do. And even like, oh my god, in junior high, I had a couple classes where we had to like take our textbooks home every day because we didn't have doubles. We didn't have doubles. My school had doubles. No, I think it was for math class. Like, I had to take my book home every day. I was like, this is bullshit. That's terrible. Raise the funds to get a budget. (laughs) 
Okay, I screenshotted some reviews. I'm trying to find them. Here's the intro. IMDb. 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 What if I could pull on these cobwebs and they sounded like harps? So the first one um, is called Charming Halloween Film. It's written by Chris Hewitt. His email is there if you want to email him. Or her. Chris is also a female name sometimes. Is it? Oh, like Jenner. Um, Written the 16th of July, 2002. Gave it 10 out of 10. All right. Charming Halloween film. I don't really know how to tell you... I don't really know how to tell you how interesting this movie is, so I'll just lay out a few of the facts. The setting in Under Wraps is realistic. The characters' friendships were truthful. And this was funny. I especially like Clara Bryant, the actress who played Amy. She is very funny and a good performer. She also stars in True Confessions that came out in April. Is this her agent? (laughs) This is her agent. (laughs) This has a Halloween kick to it and a realistic feeling to it. All the people in my family like it, so I think that everyone should see it around Halloween. It can be, be- it can be sad in some spots, and with great music, you got yourself a movie. All by myself. Do a little dance. Yeah, I love. Get down and I. Uh, this next one is from Charbud85. They wrote this the 15th of September, 2005. They gave it 5 out of 10 stars. Charbutt. Charbuck. Ew, Charbuck. Um, and the title of this is, I was in this movie. Liar. It's Bruce. This kid flick was shot in my hometown of Chico, California. When my mom had heard it, that a Disney movie would be filming in Chico, she immediately signed her and myself up as actors. <gasps> was he the little boy that called the other kid the mummy gross? I just have a small part in, at the school scene, but it was fun nonetheless. It was him! And we were both paid for our services. I hope so. It's, it's illegal if you don't pay you. Uh, it was fun, and I'd do it again. The movie turned out to be okay as far as kiddie Disney movies go. I've only seen it twice, if that, but it's fun to see parts of Chico on film, even though the original Robin Hood was shot around here as well. Okay, but no one cares about Robin Hood, so what's the up? The original Robin Hood, not the, the one with the little fox. Oh my god, the Disney animators. Yeah. Um, uh, I hope Chico can still be considered a market, even for small and low-budget films. It's a beautiful town. All right. It's the mayor. It's the mayor of Chico, California. It's the mayor. It's the mayor of Chico, California. When he was a little boy and now he's the mayor. Mm-hmm. He grew up loving Chico. He's like, come back. Chico needs the fun. Chica Chico. <laughs> boom, boom. That's it. Okay, that's good because it's time for... Justin. It's that time in the podcast where we give a shout out. <laughs> Why do I sound like I'm, I'm always watching you? Was Ew. Oh my God, remember we were in another episode. We were like, who's the woman that like does that voice? It's a man. <laughs> that's why I feel like I could get away with being... Um, Linda Belcher for Halloween. Because no one's Linda. They're always Tina. But I'm like, Linda's voiced by a man. All right. Isn't Tina 
The only one that's voiced by a woman is it's whatever her face is. Oh, yeah, because it's Kristen Shaw. Louise? Well, Kristen Shaw. Little crazy Kristen Shaw. She always plays crazy characters. Hazel, what's her name? Hazel. Oh, my God. Justin's our podcast artist. He, like, does all our artwork. He did the new one that you're looking at. <laughs> Hopefully, by the, time. by the time of this episode, there is it better have happened. And if not, he did the one that you already know and love. The one of us in a bubble floating around space. Being clueless. Just like Sandra Bullock in Gravity. In Gravity. Have you ever seen Gravity? No one has seen Gravity. It's an invisible force. Oh. You can follow Justin on Twitter at JustinAbsher underscore. That's at Justin, A-B-S-H-E-R underscore. Or on Instagram at JustinAbsher. Also has a website, JustinAbsher.com. Thank you, Justin. Our weekly sponsor. Who doesn't pay us, but <laughs> we like shouting them out. Um, and then we're on social media at Planet Weird Pod. Look us up, Google us. When you Google us, you really find like everything. I did that the other day and it was weird. I was like, oh my God. We're out there. Podcast from planetweird.com is our website for all of our links. But if you just are looking for socials, then it's at Planet Weird Pod. Uh, and, uh, ooh, uh, please rate and review on iTunes if you can, whether you're listening on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or whatever. Just give us a little rate and review. Thank you to those, um, like, you don't even have to write a review. You could just give us the five-star rating. Although, for those that would love to, you can still write a review and rate us. We would love that. Maybe we'll read it. We do enjoy looking at them. Thank you. Thank you. <sighs> tell us what you're going to be for Halloween in the review. Oh my god, tell us what we should be for Halloween. But no, then I'm probably not going to listen. Yeah, tell us what we should be, but we're absolutely not going to do. Not gonna spend um, so next week we're going to be talking about a newer decom. I think it's like the last Halloween decom they did. What is it? I don't know. It's Girl vs. Monster. Oh, you're right. I think it's kind of Buffy-esque, and by that I mean... Not at all like Buffy, but I think it's something like she has like a destiny or like, like I think she has to like slay this monster or something. I don't know. I've never seen it. So we'll see. But uh, watch that with us. Watch Under Wraps. Get a little, get a little spooky. Um, uh, go check on Disney Channel's website and on demand because they probably have some halloween disney channel movies up you can watch for free if you have access to disney channel if you got cable and if they're not then tweet at disney and say where are they disney where are they where are they disney you seem like a woman that i don't want to meet at the grocery store okay um anyway so we'll see you next week thank you for listening to us uh, we have a lot planned for this month. Maybe a couple spooky bon- bonus episodes, some spooky guests. Aubrey Plaza. Maybe, maybe not. For sure not. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh boy. Well, thank you for listening. I have been Sarah. And I will become something new next week. Listen to our next episode to find out. Here's some more spooky music for you. Bye. Goodbye.